0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Hashtag no music, no intro. We had to do it again. We had to come back. We couldn't wait till Thursday because you know what? We do a hashtag Saints for a podcast. The New Orleans Saints don't let us wait for days where we right. want to record. Um, people are saying this is a mercy podcast. It's not a mercy podcast. It's just. Football, yeah. footballs coming back. Trading like yeah. this is just this is the standard now. When shit's popping off, shit's happening. We gotta talk about it. But before we get into the Trevor Penning, before we get into Honey Badger being back and everything, we gotta start. Start with it. it kind of coincides because first we're gonna talk about the whole Deshaun Watson thing. Then we're gonna talk about the whole Miami Dolphins thing. So, Deshaun Watson talked about it on Monday night. Uh, The judge made their ruling. The NFL appealed it. And you said it perfectly. This is the first time, except if you're a Browns fan, like exactly like you said, everyone got Rodgers back, bro. Everyone got Rodgers back. (laughs) (laughs) We like, alone the clip. (laughs) Let him. This is is your time, man. (laughs) Just let it fucking go off. And I was—I mean, I was crazy busy with work today. But just some tweets I saw like rt in my timeline. It seems like the consensus is a harsher suspension's coming. Like you said, that's just going to get argued in federal court, all that. But a harsher suspension is coming from the NFL. But what I felt interesting in what I was reading today is like the – the thing that they really want to hit Deshaun Watts and the Browns about is they tried to be sneaky with that contract, bro. They tried to be sneaky yeah. with it. It's like, yeah. oh, if he, if he suspended a year, he's only gonna miss out of on one million dollars of like guaranteed money. And NFL's like it sounds like they come in, they come in, they want to suspend him potentially indefinitely, which I a hundred percent am on board with. He probably should never play football again but that you could, at this point you got to take what you can get. they really want to come after him financially. Do it do it. I want to see it I, it needs to happen and I mean, the season starts at like oh, like <laughs> next month like so it has to, like the, yeah. the, like it has to happen soon but what what are your thoughts as this ongoing fucking situation continues to unfold? Um, I'm just interested in the
2: process to see how it works, man. Like, uh, he, he, he gotta be humble, man. And he hasn't yet, bro. Like everything has been handed to him on a silver platter so far. His agent got to write his own contract. You know, he getting paid. Like he ain't, he's not suffering at all, man. So it's like, you got to be, you know, something gotta happen. Something gotta happen. And it's so crazy is, you know, I I probably feel a little different, bro, if he just had a little contrition, man. Like, just was a little, a little open about it and just real to be like, okay, this is what I did. This is what's messed up in my head. This is why I'm trying to fix it. Like, that just that goes a long way, man. But he's just like, man, like, I don't see what the problem is. I ain't do nothing wrong. <laughs> it's like, still. Like, he still. Just, still. He just feels like he just getting done wrong by the process. And I'm sure, you know, he's gonna feel the same way once the NFL comes down to a decision. You, yeah. I'm sure the NFLPA is gonna fight it and all that stuff. But I mean, I don't see I don't really see how the federal court can overturn this. Right. Because I mean, on what on what basis can they overturn it? I don't I wouldn't understand. I it. mean, I, I don't know
1: about that, bro. So what have a rover's way. Like on um... what
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. Do you think past the judge? Um, it, it's funny you bring up his lack of contrition or lack of accountability because I think a lot of reason, a, a big reason why his case like hit so close to home to me is not not all parents I deal with within my job are bad parents. There's some really amazing parents that I've had a pleasure working with as as clients over the years, but. The parents that I've had on my caseload, were it's all about them being the victim. I didn't hurt my kid. I didn't mm-hmm. molest my kid. I didn't abuse my kid. It was the it was CPS's fault. It's everyone else's fault except mm-hmm. the actual person that did it. And that's just the attitude and like the demeanor that he's had during the entire thing. And it's to the point where it's like, bro, this, this is like twenty two plus women like this. Like at this point, you you are a certified social path. If you were just like no, I didn't do anything, like you were All in right. in a massage room humping tables, like tables, tables. Like what are we doing anyway? I can't talk too much about it. Before, I just want to just quickly hit on that. Now let's this is getting more into sync stuff. So this drops. Yesterday, like today's Wednesday, bro. Well, I'm lost. I came back from vacation and just been in a fog of of what days are. So this dropped yesterday. It it, it was in reference to uh, Brian Flores' lawsuit against NFL, Dolphins, and all that. And NFL did their investigation. News comes out. NFL announces they stripped the Miami Dolphins of their or two thousand their 2023 first round draft pick and a third round pick in two thousand twenty four. Um, now Dolphins still have a first round pick next year from one that they've acquired, but it's not theirs. So they probably went probably was thinking that they're going to have two first round picks next year. They wanted to maybe upgrade a quarterback. Now they have one. Essentially, NFL in terms of the the tanking and you know potentially. Getting paid to lose games, NFL essentially validated what Brian Flores was saying, but mm-hmm. they, they 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 validated it to a degree, but they also kind of kept it kind of like I don't want to go too far in validating this dude. <laughs> yeah, they, they
2: they they stuck in a little cheat code like, eh, we don't. It wasn't just like how do you how can you add that in there? Like that just shows you the oh. game rig bro it's just with so, some rig, rig shit bro right <laughs> right But they know that
1: would look bad on the league as a, as a whole oh it would be it would just be a, just a a storm especially then they're now in you know, with the betting and all that it would just it would just yeah. get messy but the from a saints fans perspective this is the saints this is the saints twitter podcast in January 2022, the Dolphins reached out to Don Yee, Tom Payton's agent. Tom mm-hmm. Payton's still the coach of the Saints, bro. Still coach of mm-hmm. the Saints. We had no clue that him potentially stepping down was even on the horizon. Had no clue. And we reached out about, hey, you know, maybe, maybe come coach the Dolphins next season. You know, we've been trying to court, get Tom Brady over here since 2019. You know, you wanted to bring Tom Brady in in 2022, it didn't work. Like, we gotta have a little break over here, bro. All during the season, <laughs> and then this was before Sean Payton stepped down. Then they approached Sean Payton again after he stepped down, and they that time they did it properly. They went through the Saints, you know, tried to get permission, Saints denied them. And someone on Twitter yesterday, excuse me for not crediting the person. They were like, oh, January 2022? Like, when did that happen? And it was a screenshot of the Miami game, bro. Like, (laughs) the scoreboard of the Miami game on Monday Night Football, the Ian Book game. Like... (laughs) So, that was very interesting because it kind of just goes to show that, obviously he didn't, Sean Payton didn't step down until, what was that, March, April, whenever, it was, I, don't, I don't know. I, I've lost since time. You no, know, it was before the draft. So, like, February, March, whatever it was. But his eye of not being the Saints head coach had been lingering lingering, or thought about way before that actually took place, or it actually became a yeah. realization. Exactly. Like, his agent dude.
2: um, Everybody knew, I think everybody knew that it was it was coming to an end, you know, whether it was he to be retired or traded or whatever. <laughs> but it was coming to an end. Uh when did Sean Pete retire? Like when was that? I, was I
1: want to say it was in February, March. Maybe I think it was March before creation. Maybe February. I'm trying to think. What did we look for him at was it
2: just cause it was still they were still hiring somebody when we were at the senior role. Like they didn't have their coach yes. solidified yes. yet. Yes, that's
1: right. That's right. So... It was... Oh, no oh, shit. No, it was January 25th.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, man, like, football was still happening when he was... <coughs> when he was getting, you know, getting um, flirted with by other teams. So... This is crazy, man. Saints always in some shit, bro. Like just this, this story, even though it's like not,
1: like nothing happening to us, it's just like we gotta find a way into some kind of story. You, <laughs> you, you put one of the most iconic. You tweeted out one of the most iconic tweets couple couple years ago. <laughs> like, Saints always, always some shit with these Saints. Still <laughs> my team, though. I was like, <laughs> my team. <laughs> that was like my team. they like 2015. What? That's say? what I'm saying. Like. Like that—that was almost like before I became a Like, there's, worker, bro. like
2: there's stories I've forgotten about. I was like,
1: "Oh, I forgot that." Oh, like, oh, interesting. Like it's always, always Joe, Vitt,
2: Joe Vitt Joe Vitt getting home a home invasion and breaking his leg trying to. That's
1: that's <laughs> right. Like crazy shit. That's like I, I forgot was... that. <laughs> always something. Still our team though. Still, mm-hmm. still our team though. Um, did did it make you feel? Well, I I guess from this. So we talked about like that report that came out, what a couple of weeks ago. At this point now, about there's being three. You no, know, there was three teams. It was it was the Dolphins, it was Cowboys, it's Chargers. All kind of like you know looking out next. You know, it's got your eye open. You know, you got you got your eye open. And I think you. Mm-hmm you can potentially just com- completely cross off the Dolphins off that list. Um, i say that potentially, because maybe Stephen Ross doesn't care. He'd be like, fucking, like, I-, I want a team that can win. But just the optics of Sean Payton becoming the Miami Dolphins head coach, like maybe potentially like next season, after all this that came out, would just look bad, bad. If you're just thinking of teams that Sean Payton potentially could get traded to, it would, but I mean,
2: there have been crazier things. Like, you remember Bill Belichick going to the Jets for one day? Like, I don't know. He get, get, goes to the Jets for one day, then just like, nah, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? And then they have to work out some trade after the fact. The league has to step in. It was crazy. Like, things happen, like crazy things happen. It, it could be one of those things where yeah, like it's kind of embarrassing or it looks bad at first, but I mean, if the Dolphins want Sean Payton, I mean, they pay for him right now. They got to give up picks. They got to, uh, you know, uh, Ross has to pay a fine, and that's before you even trade for Sean Payton. Like, they're pretty much paying for him right now, so they may as well go to... <laughs> Just complete the transaction because why do all this and you still don't get your head coach? I just go – like, after this, I was still trying to get him and at least you get your coach that you wanted, you know? Um, like, Tom Brady, a free agent next year, like, man, just go and do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what it made me think of? Like, honestly – one of my favorite my favorite gifts is like when a dude like flies a girl in and like he end up he don't end up getting nothing. Remember that? And like he just sitting on the edge of the bed. Oh, and he just sitting on the edge of the bed? I still got that picture of him. I haven't saved my phone, bro. It's top tier. Like that's how I imagine like the Dolphins is right now in this season. Like, <laughs> shit, we are losing the first round pick. I can't like I can't be even though like Stephen Ross got suspended until like October. It's just like what what the fuck did I even mean? Like whatever. Um, just like whatever. One point five million—that's that's that's chump change to him. But let's just take a step back, bro. Like, and this is something that Greg brought up on the around the NFL podcast that kind of stuck with me. And I don't—I don't get upset. I mean, I don't get upset too much about like bounty gate and stuff like that anymore. But can we just talk about just the wild inconsistencies in terms of disciplines that fucking teams get? Like, oh man, the Saints lost their head coach for a season, had a second round pick taken from them. John Dilma had, couldn't play for eight games. Like, the list goes one on in regards to bounty gate, deflate gate. You know, Tom Brady was suspended, like, I don't remember how many games four yet. games, thing. four games for deflate. And it's just like, and like, you have a team that was actively tanking, you had a owner of a team who was prior or like taking happens in football, taking happens in all sports to some degree. We saw it firsthand, bro, that, that Buck Saints game, bro. They were trying mm-hmm. to get Jameis and now Jameis is the Saints quarterback. Tom's a flat circle, but it happens. But just how I think the NFL was aghast by just how just blatant and just steadfast, um, Stephen Ross was about tanking, where it's just like this is not good, <laughs> like this is bad for like the league. But like I said, it's just this huge thing, type terms of like inconsistency and in, and in swings of of everything. If that makes any sense.
2: But shout out to Brian Flores, man, because he was like he made sure everything was documented. Like he was sending emails to to you know management saying. I'm not with this tank and shit. Like he was he was letting them know. So like he left a paper trail. Like so shout out to him, because he could smell what was coming. And he knew what was coming. He knew he was about to get canned regardless of how successful he was. He knew he was about to get out of there. So man,
1: man had the smart thing. Man had the Nixon tape, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, but I like, love it though. Like, like like seriously. Like it I it cause if he never brought this up, like it would none of this would have ever came up. It, it never came up.
2: Never came up, bro.
1: Um. Okay, we we talked about the league. We we went to a little some Saints things. Start with the big news of the day: Honey Badger, Teron mm. Matthew returns. So, so, was it our boy? Was it was it was it G? Was like this? Sarah? to the Saints for the podcast. she came out on she came out on Doctor Tuesday morning. He was back back to the day, bro. I don't think he does. Um, no, I, 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 I won't. It. I I won't get too much into it. Just saying, no one knows what was going on with him. It as awkward and weird and peculiar as the situation was. It's good that he's back with the team. Um, it's it's huge, and we we talked about it Monday night, but he's a player that takes the defense to being deep, like good to great to like upper echelon elite, Right. What's his his presence being, being there?
2: Easily, man. Easily. Just to, you know, his ball hawking nature, his playmaking nature. You know, he's what the defense need, man. We need somebody like that. Think about, you know, we don't like to talk about him for good reasons, but, you know, when Darren Sharper came, who? 2009 who hey i'm sorry i gotta bring his name up man I mean, he's a part of sage history no, i don't I like know, to bring him up.
1: i know
2: bro yeah. but i was look i was watching this past weekend man i'm watching i rewatched watched 2009 super bowl right. i watched the america's game i was just like man, shuffles <laughs> stop
1: it, riot <Ryan. laughs> stop it, Ryan.
2: Bro, we wouldn't have won it without him. We wouldn't I know. Him won the I, Super Bowl I know, bro. Control. I know. Like, I'm I not know, trying bro. to give him props, but <laughs> it is what it is. But I think he could be that type of addition where yes. he, just, he just does, just gives you that extra, just that extra to make you that great. You know what I'm saying? And look, he's, you know, he's up in age and he might not be perfect. He might, you know, miss a few plays here or there, but. Man, that dude's still like a gamer, bro. Like, that's that's a part of his DNA, and you can't take that out of him. So, you put him in this defense with those playmakers around him, which, you know, I'm going to try to think. It's probably no, the no, most talented Yes, defense. yes.
1: I, I knew exactly what you were thinking as soon as you asked. Yeah. It's, it's, like, though, I guess I don't think it's even close, man. I really don't. I don't think, I don't it's, think close. it's close. I don't think it's close. Like he played with a good you, he, he was he had
2: that one year with the tex, the Texans. That was a pretty good defense, but it wasn't great. Um, Chiefs defense, had, You know, um, Cardinals had some okay defenses. They had you know, um, uh, PP seven, and but they didn't have a stack defense like that, like the Saints do. So you put them in this, especially the secondary. That just the, defense, the secondary, man. Come on, man. Like, you can't tell me this dude ain't gonna ball out, bro. He ain't gonna have to try to cover for everybody and this and that. They can like literally give him free range, man. Like you said, look, you do whatever you want to do in this little zone here. You know what I'm saying? Like you use your instincts and get after it. You know? They can use him on the line, blitz, amazing, blitz him.
1: You know, um, you know, Dennis Allen right now, just in bed, just thinking, just ooh, you know, he, he probably when he laying pipe to, to his wife, he not even thinking about. It. He's like, ooh, I can, I can like, get him schemed up this way, like do like a cross dog. Like he, he is focused, it's right? right? <laughs> <This>. <laughs> What's up, Ryan? Yo, I'm just gonna say this. I don't want you to get offended. I'm a big dude. You a big dude. Damn, I know sometimes weight loss has been an issue that we both dealt with our our entire lives. But I want to tell you about something that I came across about this great new company called Vertamax. Okay. Did you know that Vertamax is the leading sports performance and fitness equipment company that's used by half of D1 programs and half of the NFL and NBA teams? We have an NFL podcast. Hmm. It's used by professional leagues as well as other teams all around the world. There's the VertiMax platform and there's a VertiMax Raptor used to help athletes improve their performance on the field for almost three decades. That's almost as old as you. (laughs) I know we, we, we pick on him, but did you know that pick on him in terms of his little his workouts, but James Winston actually has trained on a Bergamax Raptor in the mm. Kingdom of New Orleans himself. Drew Brees has trained on a Bergamax platform along with other top NFL and college football pro athletes. I was just scrolling on TikTok. I saw Amari Cooper using a Bergamax machine. Wow. We know we have a lot of listeners that have kids, they're in sports, they're in soccer, baseball, football, track and field, you name it. If you're a parent and you want to help your child improve in terms of their sports performance or maybe you just feel like you just want to get your body right for the summer and and get fit, you need to check out, summer. You need to try, you need to check out Bourbon Max. So all you have to do is go to Bertamax.com or follow them on social media at Vertimax. That's B-E-R-T-I-Max. Again, that's at B-E-R-T-I-Max, Vertamax.com. Look into getting yourself a Vertimax platform, a Vertimax Raptor, and tell me you won't see the improvement. <laughs> oh, sorry, baby. Sorry, baby. I, I was just thinking. Just thinking. Um, but just the t- in totality, the talent on this defense is immense. Still worried about Marcus Davenport, bro. Man, can we can we can we talk that, about it? Can we talk about him? Him, him and Peyton right now. That's right. I forgot. It. I forgot, man. <laughs> Soon as we start giving them props.
2: As soon as we start giving them props. They're like,
1: what I they went to me on the pod. it was good. I All wonder, right.
2: did he did he hurt his hand when he punched uh, Trevor Pennick helmet? Could you he imagine?
1: Threw
2: nice, he threw a nice punch, man. I was like, why did he do that?
1: Especially to a helmet.
2: Yeah. I don't know, man. I just oh my god. Did and it's so they're so key, you know, they're so
1: key. Huge, Ryan. They're huge. And we and, and I think when people listen to our podcast, they think like all oh, they all all they do is back. Like we don't we don't wanna we don't wanna bag on Marcus Davenport. We don't want to bag on Peyton Turner. We want them to be successful and just go out and ball. Just be dogs on the field. You know how many times I think about that Marcus Davenport hit on Alex Smith, bruh? <laughs> just, just like uh oh uh, I, w- I want that. And I'm, I'm not even super super emotionally invested anymore. Just as a, just a regular standard fan, I want it. Could you imagine a hit happening like that? While we like the six Twitter podcast Patreons, we all watching it on Zoom, and that hit come, we like, boom! <laughs> oh like we all get asked, like, we want to experience that shit together. And it's just like, I feel like when, when one of them starts making progress, it's like, nah, mm-mm. Too soon, too much. The, of the good same
2: news time. is, the good news is, he has been working out on the side, whatever that means. That's kind of like that, that uh, just kind of purgatory where you're on your way back. <laughs> but you know, now Peyton Turner, he's just MIA, man. Like, don't know where you at. We don't see him, so like, we have no idea how long it's going to take for him to be back. So, uh,
1: we'll see, man. <sighs> It's annoying. It's annoying. Um, but move on. So we recorded Monday night. There's been two practices since then. Uh, they're both they've both been inside, uh, you know, in inside practices. They haven't been outside. The one on Tuesday was moved in because of inclement weather. It just seems like this this Paul Center Depot thing not going away, man. Like. Uh-huh. another training camp practice, another another just stellar reports um from him as a player. Was it yesterday? Yesterday we we saw the the Jameis touchdown to Deontay Hardy um yeah. on like a big 50-60 yard play. And like we talked about how the offense is gonna evolve and how Pete's gonna use players in this offense we may have to realize as fans and you hit on it a little bit on Monday. I don't think it's going to completely be an offense predicated on this, but this offense may be very like big play or bust type of offense. Mm -hmm. As weird as that is to say, Um, which I just, I know again, it's early. It's hard to kind of live that way as an offense. Like you kind of do need some drive. Let's keep this, you know, this keeps the drive going type of thing. And mm. we're not saying Jameis can't do that, but this offense is going to be a lot predicated on the big plays. And don't get me wrong, when big plays are working, bro, and the defense can't stop it, oh, dial yeah. it up, dial it up. But when you start facing a defense that can take away potentially a bit the big player or what you want to do, it gets a little okay. Then, what, how, how else are they going to move the ball down the field? Is it going to be AK? You know, can Jameis be good enough in the intermediate where it can, like, they'll be enough successful where it's not hindering them? That's going to be the big thing of how, how the offense is going to, it's going to play out to me.
2: Right. Right. And we'll see as Kevin goes goes on, you know, because, right, you know, we haven't been seeing like team in, in the red zone and third down and stuff. It's just early. Um, and plus, uh, I mean, I was listening to uh, you know, uh Nick Underhill and Kevin Washington on their podcast. And, you know, Nick was basically talking about how, you know, it may look like from Twitter that the defense has been dominating. And they have, they have been looking good, but like he was saying, like the offense has been looking good too. Like it's just been a lot of kind of meat and butter, like meat and potatoes type stuff. A lot of throws to, you know, Adam Troutman, eight yards, nine yards, ten yards you know, uh, throws to Alvin Kamara, throws to uh, Jarvis Landry, you know, slants and stuff like that. Those are good things, Like, but those don't yes. really get highlighted. They don't get highlighted on, you know, the little tw- Twitter reels that come out and stuff like that. So um, so those are good things. So I think we just got to let it play out, you know, let this offense build. Um, Dennis Allen said the day that, you know, they're finally starting to – they're going to pretty much let Jameis go as far as, like, his knee because they've been trying to, you know, just manage, just be safe with him. But I think they feel good about him now where he's just like, he good. He good to go, which is crazy. That's you know, that's insane, he got, Towards ACL and Halloween, bro. Like, that's just crazy. So, he's just good to go. And, uh, look, Mike Thomas, he's in teams now. He's every clip I see of Mike Thomas, he's just getting better and better, man. Like, just seeing him run. Looking run. scary, bro. So scary. He just feel more better. So, I think I think offense is going to be fine, bro. It's just, man, it's going to it's going to be so interesting to see what the offense can be at its peak with everybody healthy. Like, how good can they be? I don't know. Like, I just can't answer that. Like, I just don't know after what we saw last year with, you know, with all of, you know, the lack of playmakers we had, um, I just I can't predict what they're going to look like this year. Could they be a top five unit? Could they be a top 10 unit, top 15? I don't know, man. Like I just don't know. Like even in the preseason, we really won't know because she's gonna be so vanilla. So it's like I don't know, man. Like it's just gonna be it's gonna be one of those exciting things that we just can't wait to see. You know, once the real game starts.
1: No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, stick with the offense, we we gotta have we gotta have a conversation about Trevor bro. <laughs> we got. We got to talk about.
2: This it, headlines, National news. So,
1: for first little thing, JT Gray. And you know, it was. It that was minor. That was like okay, that's minor. Like no big deal, nothing. Last week, like Peyton Turner. You know, we talked about it a little earlier in this episode. Peyton Turner takes a swing at him. You know. Whatever, you know, little little, little dust up, A you know, little dust up, it's fine. It, yeah, you know, it, I was happy to see that side of Peyton Turner, honestly. Yeah, um, really. but part of me, part of me was like, man, like Peyton Turner going after you, like what, what, what is going? On? <laughs> like still, like I know we bag on him a little bit, and that, you know, not bad, little bag on him a little bit, but like if you get Peyton Turner upset, like. Going on, and then it comes out today that he gets into a fight with like Malcolm Roach, and it get, becomes like such a huge squirmish. You know that Dennis Allen kicks both Roach and Trevor Pinning out, and at that point, I just I just tweeted. I said, like as a at this point, I'm getting annoyed. Yeah, I'm getting annoyed. So my mentions were I won't say they're a mess, but my mentions were kinda of full of people. Oh, that no big deal. We love the aggression. It's be, you know, it's better to have a player like that, uh, that you know that you know plays that way then you have to coach up to play yeah. that way, blah blah blah. Yeah, right, right, right. But something that struck me, and this is something I sometimes you gotta like sometimes information is given to us as as people and if we're not perceptive of us, perceptive enough will miss it okay so I'm going to read I'm going to pull it up right now I'm going to read this this tweet that that Catherine Terrell tweeted out after after it all happened so I got to find it so someone asked her a question she said everything happened very fast they got into it I didn't see that part Then someone came and shoved Penny, and then a huge group came in and basically enveloped him. Mm. Probably at least 10 players ended up involved, but only those two got thrown out. So I'm going to just very simply use my social worker semi-detective skills and say that if 10 players on the team Came at him or whatever that tells me that this has been ruined in the locker room for yeah. a while, right? Like, this isn't just an isolated thing where it's just one player, like 10 players, bro. That's that's almost an offense or a whole entire starting defensive unit that came at right, him, dude. And so, people are like, No, not the deal, Kenny McCarro was doing it his rookie year, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's chill blah, blah blah, like. This is an issue, and long term, it may not be an issue. Long term, it may right. not mean shit. But for him to get thrown out, for but whatever. But the team going, even when the whole shit with CD and Mike Thomas happened, bro, like the team didn't go after, like an entire group of a team right. didn't go after one single player. <laughs> like you know, they tried to break it up. But the ten players went after one player like that should tell you, you should read that and that should tell you everything you need to know about what he's been doing in training camp because like listen bro I know you came from a small school Northern Island, Northern Illinois you, you know you were doing this at the at the Senior Bowl to kind of show that you belong and it's happened before right we've seen it with mm-hmm. smaller school of prospects but at this point it's like you're in the fucking right. NFL you're drafted 19th in the first oh 19th overall in the first round. Like it's fine to have that mean streak against other opponents and other teams, but you're trying to like again. I I may be blowing it up, but it just has greatly annoyed me. Like like all this has happened up to this point. No,
2: and I, and I agree because he has to get to the point where he has to learn how to be a professional. A professional, like these players, bro. Like they ain't trying to get hurt. Period. Especially in training camp. They ain't trying to get hurt, man. Like, you bending players back and pushing them to the ground and all that. They're not trying to do that, man. Especially the veterans. People like Malcolm Roach and all that. They're trying because you know what that is? That's That can end their career. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that can end their career. Like, they're not trying to go to the ground. So, they just, like, chill, bro. Like, Chill. You know what I'm saying? Like you can compete, you can go hard and this and that and show that you you know your tenacity and all that, but you just gotta dial it back a tad. And like I said, like I'm fine with him being aggressive, but bruh, it's just kind of like okay, like look, he needs to learn from you on out. Like you got kicked out of you got kicked out of camp as a rookie. That's law of snaps. You know, law of snaps. That's you're not competing. You know what I'm saying? So you need to dial it back a tad. And you know, play play to the whistle, just like they teach you to do. Um, but all extra curricular activities, like at some point, it just get lame. Like at first, It's it like okay, like yeah, okay, he aggressive, but when you keep on with it, it's like okay, now you just being lame, bro. Like oh, hey, you chill out, man. You playing teammates? There ain't no reason to be doing all that. It was like with Kennedy Vakari used to do all that. Like at first, it was like yeah, you know, he aggressive, but then he laying laying Mark Ingram out and all that. It's like all right, bro, chill. Like
1: oh you man. Do all that. I- i low-key <laughs> forgot about that.
2: Yeah, that's right, he did. laying all that shit. He's like, you ain't got to do all that now. You know what I'm saying? We in training camp. So, uh, we'll see, man. Like, like I said, I do like, I do like the physical nature and aggressiveness. Um, but he, he's going to have to be a smarter player. And look, the word going in when he drafted him, you know, he had what the most holding calls mm-hmm. and, and holding penalties. and. Mm-hmm. And you know the uh the refs have not been that camp yet, but when they get there, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see how all that stuff balancing out, not just with him, but you know, with Paulson the Debo and secondary, because you know, they've been getting away with a wheel a little getting away with a little bit, you know, more right now. But once the once the refs get involved, you gotta play just a little different. You know, they let a little shit slide when it's the refs. So it's gonna be interesting how all that balances out because right now, man, like Reps are a huge part of the game. Yeah, he was huge part of winning and losing. Like we know, we know, we know better than anybody. Huge yeah. part of winning and losing. So, uh, yeah, we just gotta let the process play out, man. That's the only thing about this training camp now, bro. With Twitter and all that, everybody has like just come to conclusions every day. Like, yes, conclusions it's like, man, this is a process, man. Like, do y'all not remember y'all tweets last year? You know, it's like you just don't know. Like we had no corner, we had no cornerback outside of Marshawn Lattimore. None this time last season. We we were, we, 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 we,
1: thought, first we first. thought we thought we was going to get uh Crawley Clamps again, bro. The return Crawley Clamps, right? It was it was it was like you
2: just don't know, man. You just don't know. You just got to let this thing play out. Uh, we didn't know who the quarterback was going to be. You know? Nope. Uh, so it's that time of season, man, you just got to play out. Preseason is so crucial because that answers a lot of questions. I'm so interested in running back. I really want to see how Abram Smith and uh, Brown kid, uh, Zigbo and all them. I really want to see how they perform because running back is just one of them positions in preseason. Usually it translates. Usually, not always, but usually if they're good in preseason, they'll be good in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Usually, not always. Uh, I mean, we've seen a bunch of them over the years. Whether it's, you know, Chris Ivory. Remember Chris Ivory, boy? Do I. Over that preseason game, boy? It was like, whoa, ooh, woo, who is this guy. <laughs> you know, so uh, I, I really want to see that because we need one of these running backs to step up. And, you know, it's looking like ever Kamara, man. He's going to be here, bro. Look, I mean,
1: look, look, looking like it, bro. Looking oh, like it. So, man. Um. Eric um in our Discord, and it's funny because in his, his Twitter bio it literally just says not blocked by Adam. Um but Eric J. Bird in our Discord said in our Discord present Pity's gonna end up being like as dirty as Ryan Jensen and I brushed. All I could do was just respond to it. I just put not like this, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> not like this, Ryan. But when he said it, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, I can kind of see it. I can. Oh, and it just made me feel so gross, bro. Just ugh, don't want it. Don't want it. Do not want.
2: Um. Hopefully, he's not a dirty player.
1: Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't care if you're an offensive lineman and you're, you know, a little. Ultra aggressive and just well, you want to be really dominant, like you, you, it's man on oh, man. You like you trying to assert your dominance. I get that, but don't like once you get in, like being a like, dirty player and and getting into that territory, then it's like I don't even want to root for you at that point, man. Like it's just it's not my vibe. Um, two more things to just quickly talk about before we wrap up. Uh, smoke Monday, undrafted safety from Auburn mm. had a significant leg injury what was that it was Tuesday yeah it was Tuesday when it happened um so yesterday and it sucks man like something that we talked about like the e before training camp is like like yeah like good reports are great but the you know the bigger thing is no injuries like that's the yeah. huge thing is no one being injured and you could potentially say that you know he maybe wasn't going to make the roster but like he it's possible he could have made it as a special team. Or it seemed like the, yeah. the the vet secondary players were, like, impressed by him and how he was just a study. So, had a significant knee injury. But I guess if there's any silver lining in it, you know, the Saints, if they want to, you know, can can keep him around and, and bring him back, you know, next year and continue to develop him as he's recovering.
2: Yeah. And nothing's happened yet, so, you know, we'll see.
1: Um. There was that. What else did I want to hit on? Sounds like, sounds like Lucas Lucas Crowe hide huh, might be coming down, bro. That makes me kind of sad. Like I was, uh... <laughs> I was getting a little tight for the, some Lucas Crow action, bro, and it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen now.
2: Um, he's missed. Look, look, Adam Troutman, Adam, Adam Troutman's been balling though, man. Yes, that's what I am saying. Yeah, yeah. So you know, hopefully, hopefully that sticks, bro. I really want that to stick because the thing is, like with Adam Troutman, is not like like if you go back and watch him, it's not like he can't run. It's not like he can't run routes, and it's not like he isn't he doesn't have the athleticism. You know it's not like when you watch me. like, man, this dude just not athletic enough. It's just these little mental farts. It's just like whether it's just not catching the ball or he gets open, but he opens up too early and the ball It's just like it's they like, were two farts. They were Dan Arnold S, bro. Very Dan Arnold S. And we look see what happened with Dan Arnold. Like he got better over his career. He's still kind of like a journeyman, but you know, he got better. So I just hope it's just a page turning for him the way he just gets it, and he just like, bro, like we not ask you to be, you know, Antonio Gonzalez, whatever. Like,
1: just be, you know. Just a, be <laughs> I love that. the fact that you combine both Antonio Gates and Tony Gonzalez in the one I know, person. T- I know what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta be Antonio
2: Gonzalez. Snake <laughs> man, give me right.
1: I know. I know.
2: My problem. My problem. But uh, but it's like you know, Speed Dave Thomas,
1: <laughs> Dave Thomas, two thousand nine, boy, he was clutch. You know, you like, just be maybe like a like a tad more a receiving version of of Josh Hill. We good, bro. Right. Good, you good.
2: Be a more receiving, a more receiving version for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, Sean Payne
2: used to talk up Josh Hill. I'm like, bro, you
1: all that blocking and. <laughs> Also I will say that that little that flip to AK with Joshua mm. and the Ed, bro that shit was undefeated it was under
2: Oh yeah undefeated. It used to go
1: Um but you're right he we talked about a little bit on Monday night but train training camp but especially preseason he's one of those other players in preseason where I'm just going to be just laser laser focused on watching watching Adam Trout <laughs> seeing, seeing how he's doing um in training camp. And the old line. Oh you know we talked. you hit on about that little bit bro it sound like you know everyone's taking Cesar Ruiz's praises. They're taking him bro I don't know man. We gotta <laughs> see. Even Big Pete,
2: Big Pete was out there. Big Pete said they said he's made the biggest jump. Caesar mm. Reed made the biggest jump he's seen. I don't know. I mean, it's coming from Pete, so, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> you think taking it with a grain of salt? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I mean, you know, who knows? But oh. you know, it was good looking at Big Pete, man. I look at Pete, man. He looking, I mean, I just I didn't
1: see it, but, like, he looking
2: good, bro. He he looking good, good. man. His trim, you know, just trim got his little braids or whatever. Like, go ahead, Pete. Like, we need
1: Pete, man. I need Pete to be solid. We do. We absolutely do. Um, uh, one of the last big things I wanted to hit on is reported by, by Nick Underhill. Uh sound like like CD do a little a little hole him, Yeah man. They gotta just don't get me, hey, bro.
2: Get yours, man. We
1: we said it on Monday, bro. Maybe CD listened to that shit and was like <laughs> the, niggas, the niggas, is right. <laughs> like, he, he heard. He heard it on Tuesday when it dropped. It was like, no, nah, no. Nah, it seems like Garrett. Der- and obviously, I mean, I, I know it's going to sound sacrilegious to say it, and I'm, but I'm going to say it. Can I say it? Darren James is doing. Uh, Der- Darren James is doing the same thing for the Chargers doing a little, little hold-in, whatever he's, expect, mm-hmm. he's expected to get the bag. C.D. Deuce had had a better career than Derwin James. I'm just... I mean, look, talk about it. I'm just saying, like, he's been healthier. Derwin James' rookie season was absolutely phenomenal. Just stellar. But C.D. Deuce has been healthier. He's more. He's made more impactful plays. I know CD's more, you know, he's kind of deemed that like he's more of a slot and, and not a yeah. safety. But when he was drafted, he was drafted with a safety as his moniker. I know he wants to get paid as a slot because slot corners get paid more. But you're just comparing apples to apples, bro. He's mean, been basically. a better, he's been a better player than Derwin James, you And I know it's the Saints Twitter podcast, so no one like not Saints fans are going to come after me. But if you just a general NFL fan listening, you're like, no, there's no way. Go watch yeah, the film. Yeah. Watch the film. CD, CD deserves it, man. CD deserves every cent he hopefully gets. And, and the way I would say it, and if I was CD's agent, I would say, it, "Y'all, I mean, y'all was willing to break the bank for a sexual sexual predator. Right. <laughs> but y'all 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 can't find some pennies to pay. One of the better, the one of the best slots in the league.
2: He's a top three slot quarterback. Top three slot. And it's an important position. It's not like huge. A
1: and, you know, he's
2: a guy that started, I don't know if he started week one his rookie season, but he played a lot. Yes. When he gets the Texans, Deshaun Watson. Uh, I remember him crying. Uh, I don't know if he was crying on the field or something like that, but it, it was an emotional game for him, I remember. And, uh, you know, he it was a rough game. It was up and down, but just a guy that's just been there since the start. Everybody loves him. The team loves him. Fans love him. He's uh, he's addicted to football. Like that's what you want, man. Like you pay that guy. I know it's sometimes those guys like CD, you know, you get the jump, you know, the uh, Junior galette types, kind of make you a little scared or whatever. But man, you pay CD, bro. Like, pay that man, bro. Like he ain't never let you down, football wise. You know and you know, as far as I know, off the field, he hasn't been a problem. I you know you're a lagoon. You're lagoon. You do a little extra.
1: He's a goon, bro. Right? But you well, know, we love our goon. He's our goon.
2: But I ain't seen him, you know, as Nothing. far as like getting in trouble and with the law or anything like that yet, you know. So, man, yeah, pay that man, bro. Like, and then it, it's not going to be, you know, not like you're going to be paying him 20 million a year or something like that. Like, you could you could get that contract done. Y'all could figure out a number.
1: That's they pay work. They could and they should. The one thing I'll say is, we thought we thought Trey Hendrickson was going to go right. He 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 yeah. got a bag from the Bengals. But initially, we thought Marcus Williams was coming back, bro. We were sure of it. He's not going to not going to let a what 20, 20 young huh. twenty year old safety free safety with range like that leave. He's exactly. not. Bye. And I know a lot of Saints fans don't want to think about or talk about it, but it's something that I've said on this podcast dating months ago. Like Alante Taylor was drafted for. I'm not. I want see him to get paid. I want him to be a Saint. Yeah, but if but if you ask me, am I a like like 80 percent sure that that's gonna happen? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I would, well, I would, I would cut Ruby to keep CD easy, I mean? and easy, I like Ruby easy. But I would cut him to
2: keep CD.
1: And I guess my question is, I wonder how I wonder how this hold in quote unquote ends. Like, is he just yeah. like usually most hold ends have led to a contract extension? Yeah, it really is. You know, across the board since they, you know, since players have kind of like, oh hey. I this and not get fined, but still kind of take my stand, blah blah. But like, uh, if, if this doesn't work, if, like if you don't get the tr- his contract extension before the season, how does that? How does that work? Like, what 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 happens next? I don't know, man. It's, it's interesting.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't see him missing games because no, I don't either. Him. That's gonna cost him money. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's it's like it just should be something they should figure out. Like, just figure that shit out. And I Ow. understand from, from the team's perspective because, you, you know, you're scared to set a precedent and, you know, you do that, then every other player is going to be holding in and this and that. But, man, like, if you got a good player, bro, you just take care of him. And that should it. work itself out. That should it. work itself out. If a bum-ass player won't try to hold in, then, you, you know, you trade his ass or something like that. You know, you <laughs> – Bye. <laughs> Yeah, like performance matters, man. You know, like this dude has been here in and out since his rookie year, and really developed into a, you know, somewhat the you know, impactful player on this team. So, yeah, I would just, I would hopefully they just try to figure this out and uh, iron it out, man. Cause like I said, it's not like it's not like this is gonna be a contract that just derails the team. This is something, and then once you once you get that done, Brian, you got Marshawn locked up
1: for the next couple of years. You got CD Deuce locked up. You got you, you got post for yeah. two more two more years before you even have to worry about him. Two at, more at,
2: years have to worry about him. And then you got Alante Dave, you know, Alante, uh, you know, Taylor. just young on a rookie contract. You know what I'm saying? So you got a secondary, bro. You know, you you got cornerbacks for you, you maybe next year you don't even have to look at another cornerback.
1: You know what I And you got Marcus May for at least what? Three, four, four years, like you know, Three, four years,
2: you know. Like that's good, man. Like that's a good good nucleus to have in your secondary. And you know, so I, I would take advantage
1: of that, man. Absolutely. I absolutely would. Hope hopefully hopefully it happens. We'll see. Um I'm trying to think just rocket fire, anything, anything else that maybe has, you know, in, in terms of like reading like maybe John Hendricks reports, anyone else's reports that just kind of popped up to you before he wrapped up. But we just, we wanted to get this out. We wanted to get this out because shit was getting hot. (laughs) Shit was getting hot. Yeah. Um, uh, But anything else? Oh. Oh, man, I don't think there's anything else. Covered. The Hall of Fame games tomorrow. By the time people listen to this this episode, it'll be like the Hall of Fame game will be today. It's the Jags, Jags, and the ah, shit. I can't, I can't know. I know it's the Jags. Jags. I got, I got sick. Raiders, Jags, and Raiders.
2: Raiders. well, you know. Damn, I thought it was the Steelers. I was kind of hoping it was the Steelers we where I could see some Kenny Pickett.
1: Um but you know that's so that's that's happening Thursday, Saints first season six games next weekend. Next Saturday? Yeah, next Saturday, bro. Ten Damn. days away. For like a long time, man. Like what the hell? Ten days away. I feel
2: like we're already in the dog days of the training camp. Like, where it's just, you know, Dennis Allen getting asked the same question.
1: hey, what are you going to do with Taysom? Haven't, you know what? No one's asking about Zach Bond's bro. yet.
2: Bro, I have yet to hear a question about Zach Bond. Yet. Yeah. Like, can someone ask him? Talk like, on Zach Bond. Like, <laughs> speak about Zach Bond.
1: You know, oh, one quick thing I did want to mention: we have we've been heavy on the um, bring back Quan thing. Quan Alexander, linebacker, he ended up signing a one year deal with the Jets last week. I I don't know if it's going to happen this way, but it very much seems like um, the Saints. May are higher on Eric Wilson, former Vikings linebacker, than we are. You know, he's it. Just his name is kind of popped. You know, yeah. um, and I wonder if maybe they maybe see like maybe he could do some things similar that Quan did. But how to word this? I I think maybe part of it too is like they want to make sure that like. Pete Warner knows like he's the guy, and like he doesn't have mm. to look over his shoulder. Um, mm. And maybe like they're like, okay, we can get a player like Eric Wilson that can do some similar things to Quan, because like Quan is like a domineering presence on the team. Oh yeah, like, his oh, yeah. connection with Demario, and I have no idea, right? I'm just I could just talk talking about my ass, but I will say that I know that I know that Quan wouldn't have been expensive to to bring back. That would have he, he would have been back on on pennies and the Saints could have reported it um, to bring him back. But I do wonder if that plays some type of little factor factor into it. Um, Justin having not having maybe a you know such a domineering linebacker that also plays. But it's like you said, man. It's just like just just get just fill the defense with dogs and just let them let them let them hunt just let them hunt. Thank you. That's it. Um, Oh, there's one one other thing. Hold on. It's going to come to me. Oh, Chris Herndon, tight end. One of those could be rewarding. I'm not getting too far ahead because he had that one season with Sam Darnold with the Jets where he looked like the next coming, like have a tight end, bro. He was like, oh, this dude about to be, he about to be a star in the league. And then after that that one season, and obviously you could bring some of that on Sam Darnold, he got traded to the Vikings like uh before the season started or during preseason last year and then he played for the Vikings and I don't remember him doing much with the Vikings. He's he has a big long History of not being healthy, but it's it's a nice little, very yeah. completely low risk, but potentially right. could be high reward if big if anything comes of it. No, that's
2: a nice August signing, you know. Yes, it's yes, nice and you know, I mean, it. it I guess maybe it does tell you a little something about Crow, um, and his injury. So, they wanted to bring somebody in to kind of fill that role. So, nah, we need it, man. Like, bring them all. All
1: the tight ends. Bring them all. So, it's interesting because I saw it more of, I wonder if Taysom's hurt more and than. And Taysom. They, it, it, it was craw- it
2: Crawl and Taysom being out right now. That mm-hmm. Taysom shit was weird because. Weird, man. Like rib, it was like a rib injury or something. You know those ribs, weird, weird, man. It could be like six weeks, you know. so Yeah.
1: Um, but we'll see. We'll we'll see. Not making not making anything of it. But just interesting to me that you know they they have us on. Um, but we'll we'll for sure be back. So today's what Wednesday night. If um, unless something like drastic happens between <laughs> now and over the weekend, we'll be back on Monday to do our third training camp update show. But if we have to do an emergency podcast, we'll do it. Of course. Um. But we'll we'll be back on Monday for sure, and then we, at, at that point, it's leading up to it's leading up to the first live stream, bro. Like you know, gonna have my NFL Plus on the TV in the bedroom, get my my camera situated right and everything, and and we gonna we gonna cut up on next Saturday and and kind of watch and see like what's how the team's looking, even if it looks very vanilla, and probably by like. Middle of the second quarter, we're gonna be like, "All right, this this game needs to fucking end now."
2: <laughs> Most likely, that's how it plays out, bro. Especially the first six of the game, bro. Like, yeah, oh, I'm bro. usually over it by like
1: the half. I'm like, okay,
2: over it, bro. I'm
1: good over. <laughs> it. But I'll it, I have my eyes with players. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Justin Justin Evans. I still think. Even with Honey Badger returning, I still think his 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 roster spot is in pin already. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He may get cut and might make might not make the fifty three, but I still think his roster spot is pretty secure. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, with that, we're gonna get out of here. Thank everyone for your guys' support. Really appreciate it. Um, obviously, with the with the season kicking kicking up and, and starting off. You're going to get more content from us, more uh, shows multiple times a week. We're going to start trying to actually do more video shows to put them on our YouTube, um, and just really like Ryan and I have said, just really grow this thing to a high level where we have a great, great community. And then we have a an announcement that we're we're holding off on, but we're ready to talk about um, like the week before the season starts and everything that we're ready to kind of like get going and and let our listeners really have at it. But keeping that all under wraps. um, If you're in the discord, you already know what we're talking about, but if you're not missing out on, on little tidbits like that, but we really appreciate all the support, uh, especially with the, the season kicking in and starting off. If you listen to this podcast and you enjoy the podcast, please, please, please retweet it on Twitter. Um, uh, put it in your stories on Instagram. If you are the if you found us for the Facebook page, share it. Just get it out there. We're trying to get as many listeners to just join this community as we can because football is around the corner, and we want this the ball to really get rolling. So, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to add? Nah, man. Let's go. It's 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 soon. It's it's begun. So with that, we're out of here. Wow.
2: Peace, peace.